Hi, S'more Scary Story listeners. Have you ever gone to a fun theme park alone or with a friend to find out you're not so lucky to maybe not make it out okay? Listen to this scary story told by two girls. So grab your s'mores box and let's talk scary. In 2015, when I was 16 years old, I was still living in my hometown, which was a forgotten little beach town in the middle of nowhere. It is so remote it's probably not even known by the surrounding areas. Basically, there were only three things we can do there as a teenager, like go to the movies, swimming, or go to this pathetic little place called Miller's Fun Park. It's really similar to a lot of recreational parks, but it's worse, believe me. It had a crappy arcade with broken pinball machines, batting cages that probably haven't been used since the early 80s, a pathetic mini golf course, and most dangerous of all, was their go-karts. Seriously, they were bad, and the park is on the edge of a field on the opposite side, three miles down from the beach, and across from that is a single street, then very dark woods. One night, my cousin Emma and I were bored, and we decided to go on to the go-karting. It was around 10 p.m., so we knew it would be deserted, but we liked it quiet. We could be by ourselves. So I picked her up from her house, and we made our long drive down there. Once we arrived there, we parked in the near parking lot. We got out of the car and walked to the ticket booth to pay for our go-karting. There was a couple boys in the arcade and a guy who looked like he was in his late 60s sitting on a bench near the batting cages. We made our way to the go-karting track. And like I said, these carts were incredibly dangerous. So the only thing I was focused on is making sure that I wasn't going too fast and flip over as my cousin and I raced around the windy, windy track. This is when I noticed a guy walking over to the fence. I noticed him watching us. We pulled into the lanes and after our last lap, and he was standing there on the other side of the fence, right where we parked. He stared at me with the most unsettling expression on his face. A creepy smile displayed on his cracked lips as his dark eyes gleamed. I managed to make an uneasy smile back and handed the other ticket to the guy who was running the go-karts. This creepy guy was giving me the worst feeling. He stood there, not moving and watching us every time we were in his view. But the thing that bothered me the most was that we only had three tickets and we were on our second to last run as he was standing directly next to the exit gate. I was praying that he wouldn't move before we were done, but of course, no such luck. We were on our last round. I had no choice but to pull up next to him, unbuckle my seatbelt, and get out of my go-kart. I glanced over at Emma a few feet away, trying to see if she was just as scared as I was. But she didn't seem to notice. She was bouncing all over me, bragging about how she just beat me the last two times on the laps, and I was barely listening to her. I opened the gate, and the guy stepped in front of us as we were just leaving. We will be right back with the rest of the story.
Hey, girls, he said, with his voice raspy and creepy. What are you cute girls doing all alone here? His eyes darted over to Emma. She was looking at the guy with both confusion and annoyance. She pushed past the gate. She stood beside me, and his tone was just as hungry and creepy as his eyes, and he reminded me of a snake. He then said, Do your parents know where you're at or out this late? I answered quickly, Yes. They're waiting for us, actually, so we should probably get going. This was a lie, of course, and probably sounded like it from my tone. I tried to push past him, but that didn't work. He grabbed my shoulder to keep me in front of him and said, I saw you girls pull up in here by yourselves. Alone. My heart dropped to my stomach. He said, why don't I walk you over to your car? He began to inch towards me, and I looked over at Emma for help. And with one swift movement, she pulled me halfway behind her and started sizing the guy up. This was pretty dumb, as we were both small and thought she was just taller than me, and neither of us were anywhere near this guy's height. He easily had to be 6'2", but Emma didn't seem to care. She said we were just headed to the arcade, and my boyfriend is going to meet us there. I did have a boyfriend at the time, but he wasn't coming. But this guy's face immediately changes his smile. It disappeared off his face, and now he's glaring down at me with a look of annoyance. I felt myself start to cower down and Emma didn't give me a chance to respond. She grabbed my arm and grabbed me behind her into the arcade. The boys from the arcade had left already and the usual girl who worked in there was nowhere to be found. We ran behind the claw machine. Emma said, what the hell are we going to do? I left my phone in the car. I whisper shouted, I don't have mine either. We're just going to have to make a run for it. Are you crazy? He's probably waiting for us in the parking lot, Emma said. What about the guy who runs the go-karts? Maybe we should ask him to walk us out. I shook my head and said, no, he's as high as ever right now. I can't trust him. I don't want to risk hurting all the way to the, running all the way to the ticket stand for nothing. But we stood up and we had no choice. I want to cry. I haven't been this scared before, and something so unnerving about this guy outside. We made our way out to the arcade looking to see if he was nearby the park. But now, the park was absolutely deserted. We will be right back with the rest of the story.